maybe that's gonna be Elon Musk. He's gonna be the first. <laughs> Elon Musk himself. Yeah, Mars. yeah, yeah. He'll drive out. He'll he'll be the first one to drive a Tesla on Mars. That's my prediction. You're listening to Understand Tomorrow, a podcast dedicated to exploring technological innovation, how technology can and does impact our lives and those of our guests. We invite tech enthusiasts, professionals, and members of the community to tell their stories. We're Ozana Niri. Join us on our journey to understand and create tomorrow. Welcome, listeners. You're listening to Understand Tomorrow with Yuri and Ozan. Uh, we're the new hosts for the podcast. We're taking over from Kevin, who's done a fantastic job so far. Uh, you know, we've got big shoes to fill, so you know we need two of us to to make up for for his loss. Uh, yeah, so so we're here today to introduce ourselves uh, to to the listeners uh, and explain like why why we're hosting the podcast, what we plan to do with it. Uh, yeah, so we'll, let's start with a bit of an introduction. Ozan, do you want to start? Yeah, sure. Thanks for the introduction, Yuri. Um, my name is Ozan. I'm an international business administration student, the second year currently, and I was born and raised in the United States, but my father is Turkish and my mother's German, so I speak all three languages. And yeah, I started at ETC this year, so it's my first year, but I'm really excited to work with you, Yuri, especially on this podcast. And besides that, on the side, I'm also part of Mayfair Investors. It's a student investment society, and yeah. I'm really excited. Yuri, what about you? Maybe yeah, tell them. Of course, of course. Um, so I, I'm also studying at Erasmus University. I finished my bachelor in economics there, and I'm currently doing a pre-master in econometrics. Um, I've been part of ETC for around two years now, maybe a bit more. Uh, last year, I was part of the, the board. I was a finance and data officer. So I just kept track of all the data we collected and made sure that the finances were okay. Uh, this year, I was asked to host a podcast, which uh, I'm very excited to do. I think that's a completely new experience. So really looking forward to that. Uh, I'm from the Netherlands myself, but I haven't uh, lived here very long. I've lived here now for my bachelor. And before that, I've lived uh, kind of all over the place. Uh, I mean, in different countries. But I'm excited to be here now. And, uh, you know, the opportunities that it's given me, especially now with ETC. I mean, yeah, man, like this podcast, I'm sure we're going to make the best out of it. Mm-hmm, and. Mm-hmm. You know, when they mentioned the podcast to me at ETC, yeah. you know, I was thrilled. You know, I really wanted to do this, especially like before joining ETC. I didn't even think twice before joining, actually, before oh, I wow. applied to join. Because, you know, when I saw their slogan, you know, understand and create tomorrow, I directly thought, you know, this is it. You know, this is what I need it's to nice ask. Slogan. This is it's what nice I want to learn about. You know, tech is the future. And we yeah. all know that. I mean, Yuri, we wouldn't be able to talk during this pandemic if... We wouldn't Definitely. have, for example, yeah. like our laptops in front of us, the internet. So that showed me you know, everything in the future is going to be related to tech. And I really want to be aware of what's developing and what's going on in yeah. the world. And hopefully with this podcast, I mean, Yuri and I will be able to teach you more about it as well. Yeah, yeah. Now, well, you mentioned understand and create tomorrow. I just want to say like briefly, that's actually one of the few things that's stayed uh, somewhat consistent over the last couple of years. Everyone just kind of loved the the... Like the, the phrase understand tomorrow, create tomorrow. And there was this whole plan of uh, what that was going to exactly mean. First part of ETC, the, fa- the first phase was going to be to really understand it. And then we were going to work towards creating it. And it's just, I, I think that's such a nice concept that really uh, hooked oh, for me. Sure. For it, sure. it was, I'm not sure if it was during my first interview for the position on the board, 
but uh, not soon after this is one thing that kevin i think kevin mentioned this to me i think he's quite happy with, with understanding yeah. create tomorrow i'm not sure maybe he came up with the idea um, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me <laughs> yeah 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 uh yeah so why did i join edc now i mean it's a there's many reasons and i think my reasons for staying with edc have kind of changed over time originally um i was just really excited about data science and i thought doing a data kind of job was or at least a, like a student job was gonna really help me understand if, if it was really something for me um and, and it also really fit well into like a tech aspect of doing yeah. data science and i had done some programming in the past so i thought it'd be really interesting um and then you know the, the first of all the people in the organization I, I really really enjoyed um a lot of really nice people here as well but other than that, also the events we hosted, I thought just were very interesting. And it's really, so, so at the start, maybe it was just more of a selfish thing, why I wanted to join EDC. But now I just really, I want to contribute a lot to it as well. Because I, I, I'm quite passionate now, I think, uh, with the projects we've hosted. And yeah, I think the podcast is just the next step. So exactly, really says to, to share. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, now when we come, when we're talking about podcasts, yeah you yourself like are there any podcasts yeah, you really yeah. like, listen to or mm -hmm. no, definitely um well for, when i was first asked to do the podcast um i thought you know what i, I gotta make sure I, i'm up to date with uh, some podcasts to really understand what's going on and i had been listening to some podcasts but i've really increased my intake okay. um now there's two main podcasts that i've been listening to recently uh one, one is tech related one is not uh one is um by this organization called Proco, which helps people learn to draw. Okay. And at first I thought, you know, maybe that wouldn't be too interesting. I mean, sure, I, I think there's, there's a lot of interesting things to talk about, but it was really the personalities of the hosts that made it for me. Uh, they, they were just so kind of carefree and uh, encouraging that, uh, you know, I, I think that actually got me a lot more into podcasts than I was before, just that one one podcast it was really nice it's usually just two guys having discussions about these different drawing topics uh, other okay. than that i've recently also been listening to blockchain won't save the world oh. uh, and, and this is yeah <laughs> maybe this is a little bit of a spoiler or an ad for the future but uh, we want to work with uh, anthony day uh from ibm and he hosts this podcast and so we, i've been listening to it for a while and it, it's really quite interesting especially it was one about um how blockchain could change the voting process Oh yeah, so I thought it was quite fascinating. So it's definitely interesting to. It's a different kind of podcast. It's something because I don't. I didn't know a lot about blockchain. So I mean, I'm sure. really glad I started listening to this. It's really interesting. Now, I mean, Ozan, well, what about you? What have you? Uh, I mean, let's not give away too much of the blockchain. You know, they no, of course, hey, of course, future, yeah. If you want to, yeah. If you want to hear more, me, then yeah. For sure. I mean, for me, it's uh, as you said. What's really important is the character, also the mm -hmm. person speaking, and not only the topics. When it comes to topics, um, cryptocurrencies and blockchain mm -hmm. really fascinate me. And there I listen to cryptocurrencies for beginners. I mean, it's not only for beginners, but it's easy if you don't know a lot about cryptocurrencies mm -hmm. to get into it. From once, let me see your name. I think it was Crypto Casey. I also every day, you know, when I wake up, listen to Yahoo Finance daily. Like I'd advise that to anyone that is in the stock market, a day trader, for sure. Like it gives you most important information. And, you know, speaking about characters, I think Joe Rogan <laughs> yeah, sure is yeah, a character yeah. in himself. So, you know, I really enjoy just sitting and listening to his podcast, even if there's often not even a topic they talk about. Yeah. You know, it's just 
the character makes it, you know. Yeah. So he shaped his podcast in a way. Yeah. Yeah, and he also has some very unique characters on the podcast itself. True. I think True. that's what was really interesting. Like, uh, I've listened, to, for example, like uh, his podcast with Bernie Sanders. I thought that was really interesting. And he had yeah. Elon Musk on there. Yeah, he's got some really, uh, really big characters at, uh, on his show. So it's really nice. Yeah. Uh, no, well, no. You mentioned cryptocurrency for beginners. So, so what exact, what kind of stuff do they talk about? I mean, at first they just explain, you know, how blockchain works exactly, which cryptocurrencies are affected in different ways by blockchain, and it starts really basic so that you really understand it. But it always mm-hmm. goes in more in depth and depth, and then you, know, you really have a large understanding of cryptocurrencies by just listening. You know, every half an hour of your day instead of I don't know watching YouTube or something yeah. you can just sit down and listen if you're working out or something just listen to the podcast yeah. and I mean you guys could also listen to our podcast you know it's now <laughs> it's a bit self-advertisement but yeah and, and why do you want to learn about cryptocurrencies are you planning to invest or I mean I am currently yeah. investing yeah ah, as okay. I said I'm in the in the investment yeah. banking society of the Erasmus University and one topic like of course i invest a lot also in cryptocurrencies Mm -hmm. but besides that what fascinates me are stuff for example i don't know if you ever heard of the wall street bets oh yeah yeah no yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no i I think it came up briefly during uh well we've also recorded another podcast we're not sure if this one's going to be first or the other one but we mentioned it briefly i think but yeah go go ahead I mean, the Wall Street Bets is uh, on the platform Reddit. I'm sure a lot mm-hmm. of you know what Reddit is. It's a social media platform where you can write and talk and discuss everything on various topics. And Wall Street Bet is like a tiny, like the tiny NASDAQ, you know, they, <laughs> where they trade and talk about stocks, what they expect to rise and what they expect to drop. And one large topic was... Uh, the company GameStop. I don't know yeah. if you've heard what's going on with GameStop right now. Yeah, I, I saw like a graph that, oh. that it oh, was. Uh, I, I, it was like this uh, this meme. You spend all this time learning about the efficient market hypothesis, yeah. and then you look at this graph and you're like, "What's going on? This is not what I learned." <laughs> I mean, for sure, you know that's what's so interesting. You know, people that group together, how they can affect the stock market and come against everything that we learned in the corporate finance courses, for example. Yeah, but I mean. I, if you guys want, I can explain a bit more about... Oh, please, yeah. Well, well, so, what happened? I mean, for those that don't know what GameStop is, like GameStop is a video game retailer that is in the US. has like over 5,000 stores, so it's pretty big. But, I mean, it's normal if you don't know it, especially now during the pandemic, all the malls closing and all the stores closing, you don't walk around as much and you might not see a GameStop, especially being in Europe. Mm-hmm. And, but GameStop, it's still trucking along, you know, it still exists and um, it has become very famous or very popular among short sellers who are just basically uh, investors that expect the stock to go down. And I heard there was was like uh, 138% of of stocks traded were were shorts, uh, were being sold shorts. Something like exactly. that. Exactly. I mean, everyone was expecting GameStop Street. to die. For, for me as well, you know, I would be happy with that because <laughs> I don't know how you, or how you grew up, but I always grew up playing, you know, Game Boys and you know, these new games always came out. For example, the Nintendo DS came mm-hmm. out. I mm-hmm. wanted to buy it, and GameStop had it is. Um, <laughs> GameStop had this uh, 
a business idea that people could bring back their old consoles and then mm -hmm. they'd give them a margin and amount. Yeah. And for me, you know, I paid like over $100 for this Game Boy. You know, two years passed, I have like over 20 games. Two years passed, you know, the total value at the time was like around $400. I bring it to GameStop. They say, you know, that he thinks about it for a few minutes and then he says, you know what? I'll give you $20 for the Game Boy and a dollar a ga per game, you know? Uh, Damn, wow. As a little 10-year-old boy, I was yeah, so Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's well, they why some, they're very business savvy there. They're trying to make these kind of deals. <laughs> I mean, that's the reason why I hated GameStop from the beginning. Uh -huh, uh -huh. So I was happy to see yeah. that GameStop is finally dying. You know, everyone's shorting yeah. them. Everyone's expecting these huge hedge funds mm -hmm. shorting the company. Yeah. So you like it to go the, the way of like Blockbuster, which is kind of how I saw it as well, like going like Blockbuster. Yeah. Like, because it's like uh, with Blockbuster, like now Netflix is taking over. It's all online. True. And also now with Steam, all the games you can find pretty much online instead of having to go in person and, and buy physical copies. So I thought it was going to be yeah. something similar. But now there's a comeback. So There is, and we can attribute that to the Red, uh, the Wall Street bets on Reddit. You know, imagine a group. Uh, I mean, a big part, not everything, of <laughs> no, course. No, no, they, they don't run GameStop. Yeah, but, you know, hundreds of thousands, millions of people get together and they say that they're going to buy a stock they buy a stock and this is called uh, short squeezing in the, mm -hmm. the terminology on the wall street and yeah so now we see the stock price go increasing by crazy amounts you know not an everyone yeah. expecting yeah. you know uh, gamestop to die out so in like volatile. one or two years it's crazy man and you see how like a online social media platform can affect mm -hmm. those um yeah the stock market yeah 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 and, and wall street bets has become so popular recently i think when we briefly mentioned it last time um the number of people who were subscribed to the page was 1.8 million and i Oof. i actually i checked this morning and it was 2.1 million so that's like in two weeks 300,000 new retail investors have joined the subreddit they're probably also joining in the short squeeze i gotta admit you know i'm one of them you know i oh, don't yeah. <laughs> i don't necessarily agree with all of their ideas no there's some there's some weird stuff there as well for sure for sure i mean it's it's a fun meme page as well you know yeah where... yeah definitely definitely now um there's some other things that have been happening uh, in the news lately i thought this was quite interesting elon musk he said that uh, by the year 2026 that uh, would have people on mars and that would oh. be insane now I, we didn't get to experience in our lifetime the first people on the moon but if we experience in just four years First people on the on the on Mars that'd be pretty pretty crazy, like like uh, well, what what he said at one uh, was consciousness is a very rare and precious thing. We should take whatever steps we can to preserve the light of consciousness. We should do our very best to become a multi-planet species, extend consciousness beyond Earth, and we should do it now. Oof, I mean that Damn. is very inspiring. You know he stands behind. He's sure. Like in 2016, he even said, you know, in 10 years we're gonna be on Mars. Yeah. I mean. If he can back up his word, what yeah. do you expect? Would you want to yeah. be on Mars? <laughs> um, no, uh, it'll, be, it'll be quite cool to be the first one on Mars. Definitely, I mean, I don't think everyone would know your name because I'm, I assume this can be a, like a larger group, at least how I envision it. But uh, definitely like, well, maybe, maybe there'll be like a new, new, new Armstrong, you know? And maybe that's going to be Elon Musk. He's going to be the first Elon guy Musk to himself. step on yeah, Mars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll drive out. He'll, he'll be the first one to drive a Tesla on Mars. That's my yeah. prediction. I mean, you can expect anything from a guy that comes up with the business idea to create a flamethrower, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that, that was crazy. My concern is here, okay? Explain. Um, 
Yeah, so you know, he's not going to just want to stop with, okay, we reached Mars. Okay, yeah. what we, the, the future is like, because he, he wants to be a multi, uh, what was the word he used? Like, like multi-planet uh, species? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, I assume he'd want to start like a colony there. Then, oh. like, who, who's going to own the colony? Is it like, is it the United States? Because, I mean, what are they going to do? They don't have jurisdiction on Mars. If, if Elon Musk wants to start his own colony there, I don't think they, they have much of a choice to uh, say, no, no, this is ours now. I mean, you know, expect the unexpected when it comes to Elon Musk. You know, it, anything can happen. I mean, we're all used to watching all of these TV shows, how there are different colonies. For example, right now I'm mm-hmm. watching The Expanse. It's about oh, okay. different colonies in outer space are fighting the Martians versus the Earthers. Know, actually what might happen with Elon Musk you know yeah so <laughs> he's gonna goes, be the first one to raise an army on another planet you never know man you never know uh, yeah and there's, there's one more article that I, I want to talk about because I think it's quite relevant for today because a lot of people have been criticizing social media for spreading a lot of false information um, and then you know there's a lot I mean a lot of drama going on a lot of like politicians being banned from Twitter as well for example and, and some people say that's a good thing some people say it's uh, it's against the, you know, the right to, to fr- the freedom of speech. So there's quite some controversy going on there. And Twitter is trying to prevent uh, more fake news from spreading. And one thing they're doing, they're, they're launching this initi- initiative called Birdwatch. Now, what this is, is that when users would see f- uh, information that they believe is fake, they can flag it and share some evidence that's contrary to that informa- information. And then other members of Birdwatch can uh, verify whether it, the, the news article or the misinformation was actually accurate or not. And then um, these posts would have, uh, on Twitter would have a little like notification saying that it's uh, not completely true information that's being shared. And then this wouldn't be exclusive just to like really big, uh, like big stories. Like if, if, if uh, former president Donald Trump tweeted something, fine, yeah, you would expect sometimes that there's some misinformation there and there'll be a little notification. But now it would also be for if anyone shares misinformation. So it wouldn't just be oh. the big names. So that, that's quite an interesting um, idea. Yeah. But w- I, mean, I think social media needs that. <laughs> yeah, Nowadays, yeah. there's so much fake news going on. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I mean... Yeah, it's, it's quite I, worrying, especially with things like the, the pandemic. You wouldn't want the false amount of people that around. believe it as well. You know, yeah. it's not just fake news. And now, okay, everyone thinks it's fake news. A yeah. lot of people believe mm-hmm. it, and a lot mm-hmm. of people shift their opinion. Bringing back to Wall Street bets, same thing <laughs> could happen there, you know? Yeah, 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 definitely. And you I'm sure it does. People's money, it's dangerous. And I'm sure it does. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely. I mean, I, I know. Um, there's different uh, subreddits like Wall Street Bets, but it was more for it was for cryptocurrency, and people would just shill their the coins that they're invested in and pretend it's this really great project. So definitely, you know, you got to take this information with a grain of salt. Um, so so now one of the big problems that people are worried about with this kind of thing is that it could be manipulated with bots, for example, mm-hmm. that they they say all the information that that is correct or that uh, you know the the owners of the bot network don't support, they'll pretend that that is not accurate news and they'll vote to say that it's not so. Um, but you know, one thing they're trying to counteract it, and this is also why they're running on a smaller scale first. Uh, so yeah, one thing they're trying to, to do to, to counter that uh, is they're having people like verify who they are before they're allowed to be part of this birdwatch program, before they can like um, 
like vote on if something is actually accurate and it, or whether they can even discuss it with the other Birdwatch members. So I, I think that could be quite interesting. I'm excited to see how that how this turns out because uh, yeah, definitely with social media, there's just, it has too much power these days and uh, especially power to, to share the wrong information. Yeah. So I really like to see some positive change here. Um, yeah, so the things that you mentioned, I think those mm -hmm. are actually also bottlenecks of technology or dangers mm -hmm. of the technology, especially now with Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook and WhatsApp, you know, that all of our data is being leaked. You know, these are things, yep. embracing technology also, of course, brings volatility with something. It's still mm -hmm. relatively unknown, just as Elon Musk said, you know, he's going to go to Mars. Everything is still unknown, you know. So we just have to embrace it. And that's what we're also trying to do with this podcast mm -hmm. at ETC Understand Tomorrow. We really want to understand and create tomorrow. But now when it comes to the listeners, um, yeah. we really value and appreciate all of the feedback and especially topics that you want to talk about or want us to talk about or that you want to learn more about. Feel free to let us know. And yeah, maybe Yuri, you could tell a little bit more who we're going to have on the podcast yeah. in the future and what other topics yeah. are expecting our listeners. No, I don't want to go too far in the future because, uh, I mean, the future is uncertain. Uh. Uh, but the, so there are some pro projects that we are working on currently. Um, now, one, one thing we do want to do, we want to work with Anthony Day to explore the opinions of students at Erasmus University with regards to blockchain. Um, because it, also that's an area where I think a lot of students aren't as caught up or don't quite know exactly um, what it is or how it can contribute to society. So it'd be really interesting to explore what students think and uh, where they're like where where some flaws in their thinking lie or uh, what what they're most excited about. Sure, and guys, I'd say really tune into that as well because he's the person that motivated me to learn more about cryptocurrencies and blockchain and everything. So I'm sure that a lot of you will learn a lot, especially if you're interested in cryptocurrencies about blockchain and everything. And yeah. Uh, and then also one thing where we really want to do is we want to host a podcast with some members from Erasmus Esports. I think that'd be really exciting. Uh, it's quite a unique field, I think, esports. And it's been growing at such a rapid pace, especially now, I think, with the pandemic. A lot of uh, even a lot of sports haven't been going on, but uh, like video gaming, that you can do from home. Of course, it's a lifestyle. You know, I myself personally, I also love to play games, especially with friends that I didn't see for years. But you can still connect on a daily basis through the console. You know, so again, that's something that any gamer, not necessarily gamer, but if you want to learn more about gaming, or if your boyfriend's a gamer, you want to understand where he's <laughs> or coming. Or girlfriend. Or girlfriend, of course, is addicted to gaming. I'm not necessarily yeah. addicted, but you understand <laughs> his perspective a bit better. And also, I think it'd be really nice to hear about this this unique organization. I love to hear about like um, how they got started, and you know their their journey as becoming an official uh, like Erasmus partner, Eras like Erasmus University partner organization. And also see what their achievements have been like. But I know they've sent a team to, I, I believe they sent a team to China at one point to play video games. So that's really exciting. Okay. So, yeah, and I, I, I'm, uh, I'm confident we'll get some pretty exciting speakers from, uh, from that organization as well. 
Another podcast that we pre-recorded is with Andre Marcato. He's the president of Mayfair Investors, which is a student-led uh, investment group at the largest investment bank society at the Erasmus University. And if you listen into that, you're going to learn a lot about finance as well, the future of finance, tech-related topics. But I don't want to disclose too much information. We also have a lot of future projects and speakers that I'm sure you want to listen to in the future. So I'm excited, Yuri. I mean, Definitely. I hope the yeah, listeners are going to be excited as well. It's going to be a unique uh, experience to, to, join, to, to host this podcast. I'm really looking forward to it. And I hope the listeners are too. Well, Yuri, thanks a lot, both everyone, uh, for listening. You know, this was Yuri and Ozan from the podcast Understand Tomorrow. I'm excited uh, for our next podcast and I hope you guys will tune in again. Bye.